Hello world, this is the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Thank you for taking this journey with us with real men, real problems, real solutions. Let's go. All right. Um, welcome to the Brother to Brother Show. Um, thank you for, for having us again. This is actually a part two session to... Uh, our session around is marriage still an option? And we're actually at a bar tonight, so we try to uh, change things up um, and just be out and have regular conversation about uh, this topic. Um, just to kind of recap, we talked about uh, is marriage an option, and we wanted to really focus on uh, that first marriage and what the guys think about their first marriage, what are some of the things that they thought about, and maybe some of those mistakes. So uh, this session, we want to go into, um, you know, after you've been been married, uh, you might have gotten divorced and you're back out on the dating scene. What does that look like now? Is marriage still an option? Um, who, what, why and how? And um, again, I'm K-Mo. I'm your host. And we have uh, two of our uh, co-hosts who've been in some other shows. Let them introduce themselves. It's KC. Rio. All right. Um, all right, guys. So I'm going to pose a question. Um, if you're out, I'm going to let you tell your stories again briefly. And then, uh, Rio, what you want on the last show, you can talk about, uh, you know, your past situation and, and relationships. And then we're going to the questions. All right. This, this is Casey. Um, I was married for going on 10 years. And um, after being married for 10 years, we got divorced. Then we got back together after five years and uh, that didn't really work out, but we actually split amicably. So that was, you know, kind of a decoupling kind of exercise. And you told your story last time. Yeah. So. Right. And so when I look at, when I look at that, that next marriage or that next serious, serious relationship, there are a lot more considerations that I, that I now focus on rather than before it was, you know, is she, is she fine? And do we have a lot of fun together? And it, it's different now. It's it's more kind of quote unquote grown up. Okay. So what you think, Rio? Do you think though that I and I, I missed the last one, but do you think that you uh you want to get married? So it, is there a possibility for you to get married again? There's like, always a possibility, but right now, if you were to ask me, no. Okay. Yeah, I think that was I think that's it. Like that wraps up kind of like uh, sums up. You know, my thinking of it, it's just like, you don't think about it. Right. So like when you, uh, when I had my first marriage, I didn't, I got married out of obligation because we had been together for so long mm. and then I loved her. So I thought those are the only two things that I had. It was like, we've been together a long time. We were high school sweethearts, went through college. We were graduating college. We needed to get married. Like right. that's just from the South. This is what you did. Right. <clears throat> and what we grew up in that next year or two um, and our grown up selves weren't as aligned as our teenage selves were. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so after that, I just, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I would never ever get married again, but I sure didn't have any desire to. Right. Right. And so I, because we had been together for so long, I thought that uh, I needed some time to kind of just be me. Right. And so I never thought about marriage. I would actually tell women when I met them, like, I'm not looking for any commitment, any committed relationship. And 
And, you know, now being older and stuff, I, I know how that impacted, like, the women in my life mm-hmm. who were very, very decent women uh, who I just wasn't in a really good place for that. And also the women who I invited into my life were women who also had that, who it wasn't quite the marriage type. Right. Um, they weren't, or you you didn't look at that. They, they weren't the marriage. Type. They weren't the marriage type. Not the women who... Not the women who I kept around, because like all the women who I think um, eventually wanted to be married would move on because right. they, they wanted to be in serious, committed relationships. Um, but those weren't the women I was I was in, the, you know, I was in a, a good place for. So and so I never thought about getting married. And then my second marriage, um, one of those women who may not have been in a really good place to get married, ended up pregnant. And so, you know, I had another obligated marriage. So let me ask you a question. Um, you don't have to be married to be a father. So mm-hmm. why did why did you feel like you had to get married? Because I, 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 I really held to, like, that whole old Southern tradition, which is, you know, if you get... If you get someone pregnant, right. you take on that full responsibility. Yeah. And so I took on the full responsibility. Um, and then I'm like, just being like a man, I thought like, you know, hey, if I hold that responsibility, if I do what I'm supposed to do, and then the woman would fall into place. Right. right. I never in a million years thought that the woman would would be the one falling out of place. Mm. Right. But but it, it really taught me a lot about both people being desiring to want to be married and planning to get married without any um, without any forced situation. So the second one, you guys weren't on the same page. No, we didn't even know each other. I, I mean, she, she got pregnant after like three months. All right. So let's let's so that kind of goes into like our like our questions today right so that brings us to where we are now we are all have been there been in different situations but if we're talking to our listeners who have been through some of these situations now right who at this point would you recommend or what was your story around what would you say to that person who would you say this that marriage would be for after they've been divorced one time as a man I think marriage is for everyone. I think marriage is for the, the person who wants to get married. I, 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 honestly, I think that a woman and a man comes together when each of them at a stage in their life that they want to be together. And I, I for me personally, I, I definitely think. And I, I'm going to cut you off yeah. because the last the last episode uh, uh, we had a talk about, and which is what we didn't cover right here, is the. The view of society about marriage. Right. And so I think that's what I'm asking, too. A part of that comes into place where we say, well, you know, we we looked at marriage completely different than the generation now yeah. or even people who are getting divorced right now. They looked at it. I think that I saw my aunts, uncles who had been married before and be in another relationship because that's all they knew, that marriage was the next thing. Right. It wasn't like what you talked about or. um uh, Jay talked about uh, life partners, friendships for the rest of their lives. So that's what I'm saying. Like when we're talking to these to, to people in general, uh, who would that who would marriage be for? 
you know, because you have a lot of the vision of uh, you thought marriage was this when you first got into it. Yeah. And how is that different and how you cope with those things when you're trying to be married? Because you may say, like you said, I may want to be in a relationship and that never crossed your mind. But then when you're in it, at what point? Oh, you know, what I'm saying that's what I'm asking. What point did that click to say this? Is this the right thing to do? Am I am I obligated this time? You know what I'm saying? Either one of you all yeah, can take I that. Think, I think people, especially individuals nowadays, don't have that same sense of commitment, reverence, um, yeah. even respect for that institution of marriage. Mm-hmm. People will be partners. They will live together. They will yep. have kids together. And they don't necessarily feel like they need to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I disagree with that because I would not, in retrospect, I would not get married Again, because I got someone pregnant, mm-hmm. which is why I got married too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but I, I think my kids who are eighteen and soon to be twenty-one, they don't have that same level of if I get pregnant mm-hmm. or get someone pregnant, right. I need to get married. But I think there's also a lot more education. There's a lot more independence. Like we're talking about, like mothers, fathers, uncles, aunts that came from where there were more traditional roles. So there's a man, the role of a man as a provider, and then there's right. a role of a woman as a caretaker. And I think there weren't a lot of options. Right. And so if you got a woman pregnant, you would not leave that woman exactly. to fend for herself. That's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's changed. But, I, you know, I go back because I think, I don't know what to think about, like, um, the millennials now, because I think that the millennials have a completely different ideology around marriage because they grew up in the world of divorce. And we all grew up in the world in, in at the beginning stages mm-hmm. where it was acceptable to have these split homes and right. the divorces and, and that sort of thing. But I think now you have people who are growing up in that double generation of society where their grandmothers and their mothers and fathers are no longer are not together. Right. And so they don't see marriage as an institution and have right. the same reverence as a marriage as an institution any longer. And I think that they don't probably don't even have that same feeling about uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. We try to put it on the airway. Yes. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So <laughs> you were talking about comedian. Yeah. And so, yeah. So he said what he thought was funny is that and what he thought was stranger than having an arranged marriage was a marriage that was built on two people going down the world and trying to search very hard for their soulmate right. and having this that list. one person. This one person is for me and I have a list and my list is very specific. And if this person doesn't match to this list, I can't be with this person. And he said, where back in the day it was, I want to marry your daughter. Right. She lives in the village. Here's a goat. Here's a diary. Mm-hmm. Can I have your daughter? And they gave your daughter and y'all live happily ever after. Right. There was no list. You didn't get a lot of all the choice. You didn't go to get to go to different villages and search, you know, for your wife. You were given a wife and then you live. You may not have been happy in the beginning, but then they grow to love each other. Right. Because it's really about the institution of it, the partnership of it. And I really I really believe that when I was growing up. Because I came from a divorce, uh, you household. know, household. For me, I had all from a kid. I said, "I'm not gonna have a. I'm never gonna have a child outside of wedlock. Right. I'm not gonna get. You know, I'm gonna get married. It's just gonna be one time. 
<clears throat> but those are all, you know, those are all childish thoughts because what I've learned being out here is that well, marriage does take two people, right? And having a commitment where somebody is putting you together with your spouse, there is no choice, right? It is we're getting married, right? And that's what it is: is bringing together the two families, and it has a much much bigger. The marriage is much much bigger than any of the individual. Yeah, Yeah. and that is gone. That doesn't exist. So to that, right? So the man that we want to target and talk to, you say, let's say for in his head, what are some of the things that you feel like he needs to actually internalize? You talked about commitment. Internalize before he goes into this next phase of 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 another marriage, right? Or like because clearly he may have some insecurities, he may have some things, some doubts. What are some things he probably needs to process before he says, this is it. This is where I need to be to, to, to fully under, to fully say, I'm going to be truly committed and I'm not going to bring that old stuff into this new situation and be married to this woman. Or- you got to have an awareness, though. You, you, you know, you got to have kind of this emotional intelligence so that you're aware of the, the ticks, the problems, the, the idiosyncrasies that you have. That could derail your relationship. And you got to be open about those. That's not saying everybody you meet, you need to say, look, I'm flawed in these ways. And but you need to be able to acknowledge that when you're in a relationship, no one is perfect. And a relationship is almost like a a dance. Mm -hmm. And if we're not working together, we're stepping on feet, we're hurting people. But when we do work together, in this dance, it's great. So that's what you was. That's what you would think about before you jump into out there. Oh yeah. What did you real? What did you say to yourself? Because you have a little more experience than uh, KC and I. What did you say to yourself before? You know, and not because it's a lot. I mean, I know a lot of guys who have now saying it's just out of out of the question. It's not even something I'm thinking about. You, where you are right this minute, thinking back on it, you know, you talked about commitment. But what is it? Some of the some. What is it that a, a man needs to think about before saying and he's in a relationship, right? What does he need to think about? But and it's not kids though, huh? because there's some some men who will say, "I want to get married again because I want to have more kids." Okay, not a good reason to do it. Yeah, kids what did you say? A good reason? Uh, for, no, for me, I, I don't think I said anything. I think it was. I think it's so individualized, like. For me, it was like, have I met someone that I'm willing to spend the rest of my life with? Now, some people can spend the rest of their lives with someone without getting married. But because I still believe, I still believed in the institution of marriage. I still respected Mm -hmm. the institution of marriage. Um, And so I think that's the thing that maybe needs to be talked about, because a lot of times you're getting you may get divorced because you violated the sanctity right. of the marriage. Right. And so if you don't have the respect to the institution of marriage, then it may not just be a good, it may not be a good thing for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think first you gotta, you gotta ask yourself that, like, do you really believe, truly believe that two people can be married in a loving, committed relationship and be married? If the answer is yes, that's one step. Mm-hmm. But the other is like, do you see yourself with this person for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? How do you get there, though? Yeah, that, this—that's the why I want to ask now, right? So the why now would be, okay, 
you've gotten to the point and say you, you love this person, you care about this person. You don't want to just shack up or just be in a house with it because you want to be able to be respectful. If you all have kids and right. maybe that's what the tradition that you want to show them. Um, why, why do that opposed to just having a life partner? Right. Yeah. But again, I think I know it's individualized, but from your personal experience. But it's tied to me, it's tied to believing in the institution of marriage. I would be just as happy as she was my life partner. Uh huh. If I did not believe in the institution of marriage, I would still have the same what does that feeling. Mean what does that mean to you, institution of marriage? Well, it, it, that's how two people commit. Okay. The I marriage mean, piece. Mm -hmm. Because I think, like, the institution, I mean, being in a relationship is just loving someone, mm -hmm. right? And so anyone could do that. But if you really want to commit and to me, we really want to show your commitment to someone, then you... I think you should be married. Like you should be married to that person that you both commit, you know, in front of God, mm -hmm. your your love for one another. So like you said, God, like we, we, we've all been to uh, weddings, God, family, friends, trust, trust, love. commitment in front of these people. Mm -hmm. You're saying that in front of all these people, your friends and family. And that's huge. Cause I think it's big, you know, you talked about institution of marriage I don't know if the listeners really understand, like, oh, I can get married. Or let's say I go down to the courthouse. Right. Right. In my mind, I'm thinking of it like it's a it's big because I'm doing this in front of my families, my friends, people mm -hmm. who pay all this money. Mm -hmm. This is going to work. Now, we all know it may not work, but that's huge. Like for you to do all those things, that's huge oh. to say I'm going to commit to somebody and say, yeah. but what about the person who goes down to the courthouse and gets married, too? How do those? How may might those two things be a little bit different? Because I would I would say some of those people who've gone to the courthouse stay together longer than the ones who had the big fancy. Yeah, weapons. but it's still under the guise of you know in God. There's a that's why there's a requirement for a witness. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that marriage, if marriage is done in a more traditional way, uh -huh. where it wasn't like so glamorized yep. and it has to be a party and you have to do all of that, I think more people would probably get married, but I know some people who delay their marriages yeah. because they don't have enough money to throw the big lavish wedding. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's a, that's a problem. I think you should, I think it's the commitment has to be there. You have to believe in, you have to believe in the marriage. And the one thing you said, which I disagree with is okay. standing at the altar. I don't think you believe, I don't think that it's an option. Like, I don't think that there's an option for not being married. Like, I mean, that the marriage wouldn't work. Like, do I don't mean? think you said earlier, you said that um, we all know that it, that it may not work. And I'm saying, no, we don't. Like, if you believe in the institution of marriage, even if no, you've got a divorce. I was divorce, speaking about just in general, we know that marriages don't work out. Right. Yeah, because, but I think that that's our society today. It's yeah. just like, people are, people are so easy to get married mm -hmm. because they're like, well, I can get a divorce. Oh, yeah. And that's something that Camo uh, talked about in part one is it people are so quick to get out of marriage. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm unhappy. We're done. It's easy yeah. to get married. I'm sorry. It's, it's hard to get married, but it's easy to kind of get divorced sometimes, right? Yeah. It's, Would you say it's, so? it's harder? It's it is harder to um, get married than it is to get a divorce. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
And that's a shame. You know, but I think like you, I, to get back to the question, when you're when you try to identify that, I think it's really when you when you take it off the table. So like before we even got married, like my current wife and I took us not being together off the table. Yeah. It wasn't even an option. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't something that we discussed a lot. Right. We just had to discuss it one time and we both committed that it was off the table. I'd never done that before. That's huge. Yeah. Well, I've never done that before, but took it off the table is not an option. And I think that's marriage. Like marriage, marriage is the marriage and raising children. is the toughest thing you'll ever do. Yeah. You can't divorce kids. Mm-mm. You should not be able to divorce a spouse. A spouse. Yeah. I think if more people went in with that thinking and understanding, there'll be less marriages, first of all. Right. Yep. But I think there'll be a lot less divorces. Yeah. Because only the people who are truly committed, if they made it a crime to get divorced, mm-hmm. there will be less people getting married and less divorces. Right. Because only the people who really, really wanted to commit to that person would do it. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. Right. And today, and I think that we're there are not a ton of examples. And the kids have so much exposure, you know, to like the, the, the bad things. Because we only talk about mm-hmm. we only talk about the glamorous and the bad. So we'll show a wedding because glamorous big, we spend a lot of money. Right. But we'll damn we'll show we'll show a, a ton of divorces. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think like, you know, because everybody likes that misery, mm-hmm. but our kids see that. And so I think that that's to me, it's like that's how, you know, right. When you know, you sit across the table for someone and you said, I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life, no matter what. That's a, that's a big statement. Right. I couldn't say that for my first my first two. I could not look this person, even though the first one we've been there, there four years and I loved her. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't sit across the table and said, I know for sure, only because I knew I was a boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I knew I hadn't become a man. And I knew she hadn't become a woman. Right. And so I knew that. Right. But I was always do the right thing. So so let's say that. Right. So let's go back to what well, I'm sorry. We're going to go into two more things um, and, and something we left off with. I forgot to kind of mention at the beginning. But. We've, we've expressed who should try to get married, what are some of the problems or things we should probably look out for, um, why why is that? Why are we having those issues and in, in society today? Mm-hmm. And then now you're at this place, can you describe from your experience, Rio, how did you, how do you feel like a person should get to that point? Like I know you, we, we know each other offline and stuff like that, but how do you feel like you got to that point when you said you're sitting down and looking across with somebody and it was just what at one time? And I understand, I, I, I can imagine it and that's how I would feel about somebody I'm, I get to that point with that someday. But for you, how do you feel like, can you describe those, those obstacles or challenges or maybe not even those, how did you get to that point to even look at that person in the eye to say that? Yeah, but before I was in this relationship, uh, you know, <clears throat> after my second marriage, I was I was not trying to get into a relationship, but I also was not welcoming women in my life that I knew I could not be in a relationship with. Like so, that means I was dating even less. Yeah, but I was really really comfortable with dating less or not even dating at all 
right? And then from my second marriage, I had a kid. And so that gave me a huge excuse, like not to be out and date. And it was fantastic. And um, I was comfortable. I was happy with myself. I was, life was going really well. And so I was really satisfied. And then I met a young lady who became a really good friend. It allowed me to be like just a friend. Mm-hmm. We were just friend, no dating. We were simply just friends. And it allowed me and her to develop a friendship and a relationship until probably like a year. We didn't start dating until like a year and a half after I knew her. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think I was, it's a little, that's a little unique, you know, in that situation. So I think it made it really easy for us to like develop a relationship, mm-hmm. a, a, develop a romantic relationship because at first we were just having fun. Right. right. I mean, there was no pressure, you know, there was not, I, I didn't need to try to impress her. She didn't need to try to impress me. We just simply hung out and we have any of that hanging over our heads the expectation. There was no sex expectations. There was no nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that really is how, that's what got me into that, into that mindset that when we finally started to, like, it really was before we started dating. Mm-hmm. We had a moment. Right. We had a moment and we, I think it was, we both, I mean, we talk about it. We, we, we talk about it often even now. Like that, because it was a real moment between us that changed the course of our relationship. And we didn't even know what was happening because we were just so fr- we didn't have the pressure. Mm. And so we didn't know that what was happening between us, we were coming closer and closer together. And we didn't even know it mm. until that one moment stuck. And then we had a, it was, a, I remember it was a pause. And then that pause, we looked at each other and then it, it wasn't the same thing. Like it was literally like from that moment, that night we had just hung out or whatever. It was never the same. I will. Uh, so what I heard you say, which I thought was pretty powerful, was the fact that, uh, and I think this is not just. Well, I, I'm I'm going to use this for marriage. When people get out of horrific or challenging situations, as a young person, as a young man or a young man, a young woman, giving you the, giving yourself that time to kind of reflect understand, be happy with yourself, to then be so happy with yourself that you become more selective Mm -hmm. of who you bring into your life. Because then that allows for a certain level of spirit, certain level of uh, happiness, certain level of, you know, when they say whatever you uh, whatever you give off is what you kind of that comes towards you. Uh, looking at those type of things. And I think that's really, really important as we want to give our listeners some powerful information of how they're going to move forward with if marriage is an option. And I think that from our opinions, it is, you know, it's not going yet, you know. Um, but the last thing we left off of was happiness. And so what we talked about before, we can kind of like wrap this up with happiness. Is marriage about being happy? And if so, what does that look like? Life is about being happy. So, I mean, marriage is a part of life. Like, I think you got to be, you got to be happy. Um, But if you're, I think you're, if you're happy with yourself, you're, you're happy. Like, either you're happy or you're going to be happy. So. And I, and I, and I, and I pose that question because Casey and I knew what the conversation was at the end. 
And I, and I stopped him because, you know, I think that's important what you said first. Right. If you're happy with yourself. But what society says and what people say is I have to be happy to be married and it has to be all this glamorous stuff. And I think that what we ended or up marriage about makes you happy, makes oh, you happy no. um, or there. It's always going to be happy. So then that then if it's not always happy, the happiness is there. Then I have a now I have a, a, a view on why I should get divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So but I think what you're saying was yeah. which is kind of key is be happy with yourself. Yes. But being happy with yourself un- makes you understand when you get to a relationship that it, happiness is not going to be there all the time. Right? Yeah, like marriage is really about like you focusing on you and then your partner focuses focusing on them and what they bring to the relationship. And together you guys are focused on the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's your responsibility and your partner's responsibility to make the relationship happy. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so I think like to me, that's what the ha- that's what the like the the happiness is. Like that's the recipe, you know, for it is like looking beyond like yourself and because we're all very selfish people and mm-hmm. so we always look at like what how we are wrong or what we're doing right and what the other person is doing wrong but a therapist said one time to me it was really good she said you know i fall in and out of, in and out of love with my, my husband all the time mm. but i love him to death all the time like that's important, yeah. Because again, I think people get married because they fell in love with someone. Mm-hmm. That is what that is not what the foundation of marriage should be about. Foundation of marriage should be about the commitment to the to the actual marriage, to the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. And you should yes love your partner, but the marriage you can love someone. And not be with them. So again, the, mar- the marriage basically what you're saying. The marriage is bigger than the, right. The, the, uh, it's the, two individuals because 100%. that's because you're now one. It's right. the commitment. Yeah. So, um, and then that helps you, right? Because mm-hmm. then that that helps weed out, mm-hmm. right? Because if you can't sit across the table, if you can't sit across the table from someone, and you're willing to spend the rest of your life being committed in a relationship with them, right. maybe you're not in that point where you should be getting married. And that is, that is when people say, you know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm putting my 50% in this relationship and it should be, it shouldn't be 50, 50. It should be a hundred percent. Yep. There's nothing you can put 50% in and be successful except for baseball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll leave it at that. Um, so thanks Rio. Thanks KC. I'm K Mo. Please know we love you, work with us, be with us, and know we're coming from the heart. This is the Brother to Brother Show.